0: Natural and spiritual gifts. The difference and why it matters next on Times of Refreshing. You've got an amazing talent for speaking in public. But it takes a spiritual gift of God to be able to do so and call it preaching and make it for His glory. And therein lies the difference between gifts, spiritual gifts, and natural talents that God endows every man with. Knowing the difference and understanding the difference and then applying it to our lives is the subject of our time today here on Times of Refreshing. From The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California, welcome to the program. If you'll join us today, we continue our look at Matthew 25. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman now with today's broadcast. And We want to
1: embrace this. You, we, how often do you pray, God, what kind of spiritual gifts have you placed in my life? And am I using it? Am I abusing them? Am I not using them? God, help me to, to go through this, this, this journey with the spirit of God. So I can find out what you have placed in me. And it could be of use for your glory. He says in verse 7. But the manifestation of the spirit. Is given to each one. For the profit of who? Of all. And so God places gifts in our lives. Not just to blow us up. But to bless people. And to be a blessing to all. And saints. Let me, let me say this to you. I mean. You know. And and I've been saying this lately, and I want to just re, continue to reiterate that this. this isn't a popularity contest. Being in church and and doing this stuff is not a it's not a popularity contest. This is not. This is we're we're trying to help people be a blessing to people. But but who cares if your name is in the paper? Who cares if 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 you if you have a title or not? Stop chasing after the wrong stuff, saints. Stop chasing after the wrong stuff, man. It's not, it's not, it's not about all that. We're going to be surprised when we get to heaven and see who got what and who did what. But what happens is we start watching too much TV and too much Christian TV. First we got apostles. Now we got chief apostles. And then we got chief potentate apostles. And now we got, and everybody's trying to one up, archbishop apostle. And we got, you're going too far, man. And saints, what happens is we learn just to function because ultimately the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one. He says, for the profit of all that I might just be a blessing. It's not about me. It's about living sacrifices and and helping to be a blessing to someone as the Holy Spirit leads. And then he gets specific. He says, for to one is given the word of wisdom. The Word of Wisdom is a powerful gift that that comes through the influence of the Spirit of God into our life. And it is a gift that helps us to rightly apply the knowledge that we have received. And it's supernatural. It's not just your wittiness or your creativity. It's not just your ability um, uh, to talk fast. It is a wisdom that God supernaturally imparts to you so that you can rightly apply the knowledge that god has given you for a specific situation and i like this because it is uh, oftentimes it's very situational you're getting ready to make a, a, a a big decision or there's a situation where you're trying to get you know how do i what what do i do in this particular situation and god comes through and he gives you the word of wisdom either for yourself Or for someone else, so they can stay in tune with God's purpose for their lives and continue to stay in in step with God's prophetic timetable for a person's life. And so we need the word of wisdom. We need people around us that are wise just in general, but we need people around us that we know have the gift of the word of wisdom that they're able to tap into the mind of God and give us wisdom for situations. This is a gift that God has placed in the lives of people through the influence of the Holy Spirit. He says here in verse eight to another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. And now this is supernaturally revealed information. God gives people supernaturally revealed information for a situation. And I think it's important that we we thank God for this. It is a knowing it is a knowing, the word of knowledge. God tells you something about some, someone that you don't know about, and you have no idea what the situation is or what it is, and God comes in and he tells you this person. He'll tell you a person's name. He'll tell you a person's address. He'll tell your person what a person prayed. And we've prophesied for so many years in this church and ministered to so many, I don't even know how many people. So many words of knowledge, so many words of wisdom. When people, people you don't know, sometimes even in the preaching, and this is why I say when we're preaching, sometimes when you're preaching, there's a word of knowledge aspect to what you're preaching. Have you ever went to a service and, and, the, and the preacher was preaching and you look at somebody and say, did you tell them that? Some of you have come to me here at the church. Said, did, you must have told them about our conversation over here. What I'm saying is sometimes it's a word of knowledge. God, even through the preaching, releases a word of knowledge, supernaturally revealed information. He says here, he says uh, he says to another faith by the by the same spirit. Some people. From a faith standpoint, there's there's levels of faith. Some people have saving faith. That means that they have faith for salvation and they are saved. they love God. Some people have, some people have faith for, for and I like what this is, this, this here, people have the word, they have the gift of faith that God supernaturally causes faith to come upon people for specific seasons and times so that his agenda can be established in the earth. Peter, he looks and he says, look at me. Silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have I give unto thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. That's faith. That's the gift of faith. All all doubt is suspended. And he takes this man and he raises him out of the bed. It's called the gift of faith. He is and, and and God responds to that. The Holy Spirit, He gives these kind of gifts to us. And some people have not just saving faith, not just faith just to live your life, but the Gift of faith will manifest, and bam, something dramatic will happen. They'll believe God when other people will not believe God, and so God gives people the gift of faith. He says here to another in verse nine, gifts of healings by the same Spirit, and so some individuals, through the influence of the Holy Spirit, they have the ability. To pray for people and to believe for people and to lay hands on people. And there's a gift of healings, meaning God will cause different kinds of manifestations of healings for people in their lives. Some people have a gift just to pray for people with cancer or certain diseases. And it just and it just clicks for them. And for us, we want to ask God, we need a lot of that around here. Amen. We need a lot of that. God, through the Holy Spirit, he gives people the gifts of healings. And so we believe God for these type of things. He says here in verse 10 to another, the working of miracles. We talked about that the other week, how God will cause us to be used as instruments to see miracles take place in our midst. He says to another prophecy, we talk about this when God begins to foretell and foretell. Through the gift of prophecy, God will tell you about your past, He'll tell you about your present, and then he'll foretell things concerning your future. And this has been a very big part of our church. This church wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the power of prophecy. I have a book in my office, about this thick. Some, people, some of you guys have seen it's about that thick of prophecies that have gone over, gone, have been released over, over my life over this church. Years ago, let me tell you one story. Years ago, I was, uh, I was at a service. Prophet prof- called me out, prophesied over me, told me that he said, and God says that television is going to open up to you. And you're going to be on television all over the place. Well, at that time, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about television. I never, I never really even considered it. And I looked at him kind of funny. And I was like, he might have missed it on that one. Well, I used to go to a church up in Grass Valley, California, and I would preach out there, small church. I would preach there and minister and prophesy and lay hands on people. People get saved and we would drive up there and preach. And about a year or so went by, I had not been there, but there was a woman by the name of Debbie Frazier, who is the... General manager at KTLN. She knew that pastor. And she called that pastor and said, I'm looking for somebody that I can put on television in the Bay Area. We can reach over 2 million people. And I'm trying to find somebody that. And he said, You know who you need to call? You need to call Napoleon Kaufman. And she was like, Really? She said, Yes. He comes up here and preaches, and you, he would do great. We didn't have our church. We didn't have nothing. We didn't have anything. We just had CWC ministries I would travel out and preach and different things like that. Now, listen to me, saints, how powerful this is. And, and she says, okay, I'm going to call him. So I'm in my office over there on Crow Canyon Road. She calls. Says, Napoleon, uh, my name is Debbie Frazier. Pastor, gave me your number. Said I should call you. We want to know if you put, if we could, you know, if we could put you on television. And I said, put me on television. This was back in 2001. And I said, I received a prophecy in 1999. The television going to open up. I didn't tell her that. But I said, man, wow. I said, I said, okay, I'll meet with you. Make a long story short. Debbie came down. I met with her. We didn't have anything, equipment, nothing. Debbie said, I feel like God is saying I need to put you on television. Saints, we went on television and have been on television since 2001. Every week, sharing the gospel. When we first started, when we first started, I would sit down like I'm looking at this camera, and it would be me and the camera. We had a show called uh, The Hope of Glory, and I would sit there with my Bible, and i say, How y'all doing? Praise the Lord. Open your Bible. And we're going to read this, and I would preach to the, to the camera just like I'm preaching to y'all. And I'd preach, and I'd, pre- I'd sit in the chair. And I preach just like I'm preaching to you. My friend would take it, edit it, put it on television, and we'd do that. It happened because the word of the Lord went forth. I didn't make it happen. Didn't strive. Didn't have to push any buttons. If God has something for you, he has something for you. God will foretell, and he'll foretell. Your purpose and destiny. Prophecy is powerful. He says to another, the discerning of spirits, the distinguishing of spirits. Some people just have the distinguishing of spirits. They're able to distinguish the difference between unclean spirits and clean spirits. They're able to they're able to distinguish the difference between um, that which is holy, that which is profane. And I think it's important that we realize that distinguishing Or discerning of spirits is not judging people. There's no spiritual gift of judging people. Because some of the stuff we call discerning, we just judging people. I I feel, oh, My discernment is kicking in. No, you just don't like that person's hair. Don't even try it. Blaming it on the Lord. Discerning of spirits... And I always say this when I teach on stuff like this. If you really are operating in the discerning of spirits, you're able to discern unclean spirits. But you're also able to discern the Holy Spirit. And I I will say this. You'll be seeing more of the Holy Spirit than you do unclean spirits. Some people, all they can see is demons. Your discernment is off. We don't need that. He says here, to another, discerning of spirits to another, different kinds of Tongues. Speaking in tongues, praying in the Holy Spirit, glossolalia supernatural speech that God gives you to communicate. He's to another interpretation of tongues. Some people have the interpretation of tongues. We've seen this before many times. I've seen it. He says, but one and the same spirit works all things, distributing to each one individually as he would. So this tells me that this is God's choice. It's not my choice. He distributes as he wills. He helps us to understand our gifts and talents and abilities. He leads us. He guides us. He helps us to embrace the fact that we're just not natural people. There's a spiritual aspect to who we are and what we do. And as a church community, I want to remind you that the Holy Spirit is in this place. That the Holy Spirit, he's in us. And when he comes into our lives, he brings gifts. He brings abilities. God gives us natural talents and abilities, but he gives us spiritual talents and abilities. And there's a whole segment of the church that wants to cut off a certain aspect of the Holy Spirit's functions within our our church communities. If we don't want want all of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to get none of the Holy Spirit. We have to embrace all that he wants to bring into our lives. And we want to teach our kids. My kids, our kids, they hear me and my wife praying in the spirit of God. They're not, they're they, the prophecy, all this stuff. They grew up, they, they're not afraid of all this stuff. We're open about it. God will give you a word of knowledge so you can get an A on your test. You better, you better tap in, you know. I mean, <laughs> amen. It's what I'm saying is that God, God is, he wants to give us abilities. Apostle Paul talked talk openly about this. We should talk openly about it. The church should do its due diligence and investigate. Maybe some of this is in me. I don't even know it. And I want to find out. God is going to hold me accountable for it, though. Because it's my job to search it out. God, what have you placed in my life? I want to be useful to my local church. I want to be useful to my family. I want to be useful to my community with the gifts that God has placed in my life. And I want to use them. Not just in the church, but outside of the church also, wherever God wants to use me. I want to be useful. And for us as a church community, we're going to continue to pray and believe God that he's going to cause his gifts to be manifested in the lives of people. There's context and there's an order of things. And Apostle Paul corrected the church of Corinth because they were doing things out of order. We'll get you corrected. But at the same time, we want you functioning, 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 functioning. Four things that we're going to do to help ourselves. I want you to write these things down and then we're going to pray. Number one, if I'm going to operate in the natural and spiritual gifts of God in my life, number one, I have to, I have to begin to pray that I might discover pray that I might discover. Praying is so important because this also positions us in a position where we're, we're asking God to help us to discover what's in me. And through this, God can sanctify me, but then also God can teach me how to begin, how to begin to function, discovery. Saints, let me say this, most people don't really know who they are in God. Find out who you are in God, what he's placed in your life, and do it through prayer. Through prayer, we also begin to develop a soft heart so that we're being used by God and not driven by our own ambitions and desires. Prayer. Number two, study. Once God begins to show you different things in your life, begin to study those things. Begin to find out how those things operate from a biblical standpoint, whether it's teaching, whether it's being Uh, a giver, whether it is being an exhorter, whether it is either one of these spiritual gifts that we talked about. I want to find out from a biblical standpoint how these individuals functioned with these gifts and how, because it will help me to have a point of reference when God begins to do things in my own personal life. I want to find out. And so studying is important. Study your gifts. Study your gifts. Study your gifts. One of the things that that uh, in, in my personal life, before, we start, before I started preaching, you know, my wife will tell you, my wife was there. I, I, I didn't even clearly know what was going on. I didn't know God was going to use me to preach the gospel. But my wife will tell you, I spent hours, countless hours studying my Bible. She would get mad at me. Say, get out of your prayer room, man. She would, because I was consumed by it. I'm studying. I'm studying. I'm studying. I'm studying. I want to know what this is all about. What what is this? Because this is the man. I want to know what this whole preaching stuff is about. And there's no way there's no way we can really function if we don't take time to study what God has placed in our life. Now, you want to do it with with balance. But at the same time, if you feel like you have the gift of word of knowledge, study the Bible to find out what the gift of the word of knowledge is all about. Number three, We have to learn to fellowship around our gifts, find people who are doing what God has placed in your life to do and and learn to begin to start fellowshipping around it. Get around it. Get around it. If you feel like God is calling you to preach and God has placed around, you want to get around somebody that's credible, that's living holy and that's doing it effectively and learn, ask questions. This is one of the big things. People so prideful, And they won't just stop and ask questions. You know, tell me about this. Why do you preach like that? How do you remember that scripture like that? You know, everybody needs somebody. And so we learn to do that from a prophetic standpoint. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. I just want to pick your brain and ask you questions. You know, saints, I, 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 I used to bug people. Bug them. It'd be late at night. How you doing? What's going on? Oh, I'm just relaxing here, trying to go to bed. Well, let me ask you this question. Now, I'm not telling y'all to do that to me. But I'm saying, you got to be hungry about this thing. Can I have an amen? You have to be hungry about this thing. And then the last thing is this. Begin to step out and exercise your gifts. And, and what I mean by that, and I hate to use this word, but I, I have to use this word, the word practice. You want to be in an environment like our church, where you get an opportunity to all of our, everybody in our prophetic team, we have all kinds of people on our prophetic team. How many people we got on our prophetic team? About We have 30 people on just on our our prophetic teams. We have close to a hundred or maybe even a hundred altar workers, people that just start. When they first start, they don't come out, the power of God. Yes. You know, they come out and they're a little gendered. They're, they're getting going. They're getting their feet wet. And watch them get wet. And then watch them grow. Then watch them mature. Then watch God start using them in a powerful way. We're in an environment where we're all growing. And, and you want to start to step out. I want to start stepping out in this. How do I, how do I help me to go through this process? This is the reason why we have a, a, a school of, of the prophets here at the church. This is the reason why we train people. And this is the reason why we train our altar workers. Minister Darlene does a great job training our altar workers so people can learn to step out. If you're in the marketplace and you want to understand something about your gift from a market stamp, marketplace standpoint, get a good mentor who can help to, to, to get you ready to do this. And then you see God begin to use you. You just, let me say this in closing, it says, it's not just going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not just going to happen. You're going to wake up one day and, bam, I can preach. I used to practice on my job. I'd be over at the Raiders, and the Lord says, come here, man. Let me, let, me, let me show you this revelation. They didn't even know I was practicing. But I'm practicing. I practice to myself in the mirror. I practice on my wife. I practice on my kids. In the name of Jesus, get up. Saints, I wanted to give you this reminder today. We've been teaching this stuff for years. But I wanted to stop as we stop this series on the Holy Spirit. And and what I'm basically doing is saying, okay, now, the Holy Spirit has put the ball in your court. He's put things in your life. What you going to do with it?
0: you're listening to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. As we close out our time together today, we invite you to reach out to us. Let us know that you're listening and this program is encouraging you on a daily basis. We'd love to hear from you. Now, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to us. By phone, of course. And that number is 925-292-7800. Again, 925 925- two nine two seventy eight hundred. Or write to us, Times of Refreshing, twenty three thirty three Neeson Drive. Livermore, California. The zip code is nine four five five one. While we would normally invite you to join us here on campus for worship services, we're not able to do that. So what we would invite you to do is join us online. Now, there are three ways you can do that. You can either visit our church app, and if you don't have that on your smartphone or your tablet, you're more than welcome to visit your favorite store and download it for free. Or go to our website, thewellchurch.net, or visit our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030 in the morning. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program Hope of Glory. And we're praying and standing on His truth during this time and remembering God is in control. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Thank you again for spending time with us here today on Times of Refreshing. Until next time, God bless.